Whether you're working a corporate job, side hustling, or building a business, Working Girl Talk is the podcast and community for women who work. I'm your host, Abby Zufeld, and I'm here to help you feel confident walking into the workday and to help you get excited about your career. Now, let's talk. Welcome back to Working Girl Talk. Hope you're having a wonderful day, a wonderful week. I am recording this on a very, very early Friday morning, so I'm feeling the Friday vibes, and I hope you are too. Have you ever had Captain Crunch cereal? I'm sure you have, but have you had Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries? Okay, well, there is that version where it's oops, all Crunch Berries. (laughs) I have a point to this, I promise. So there's that version that's oops, all Crunch Berries or oops, all berries. So it's like all of the little berries and like no original Captain Crunch. Well, today's episode is an oops all news episode. (laughs) We're in the summer months right now and Working Girl Talk is ramping up for the fall right now and we have some behind the scenes stuff going on that will be happening in the fall. So today's episode is a news only episode because one, I'm not leaving my Working Girl Talk gals hanging. So I want to make sure I'm showing up for you every week, but we're also ramping up for fall. So today's episode is going to be a little bit shorter, but we are here and we are here to support you and educate and inspire. Those are our two missions and we are here to do that. And one of the things that I've been working on actually happened this week. So I got published in Crane Cultivate, an article called Returning to the Office, Six Tips to Help You Make It a Smooth Transition from personal experience, knowing that how hard it can be to transition back to the office when we've done a year or more remote it can be a lot. So I was like, I'm sure other working women are feeling the same way. And what better way to get it out than to uh, team up with Create and Cultivate. So I wrote that blog for them. It's on their site. Thank you for all the love. And it's on the link in bio in both my personal and the Working Girl Talk Instagram account if you haven't read it yet. It provides some really easy, simple tips that make an impact as you return to the office. And I love the Create and Cultivate brand and I'm so inspired by their founder, Jacqueline Johnson. So this was a really big win for me in Working Girl Talk to share a taste of the content you hear on this podcast with their audience. So really fun. And now let's get into some headlines in this Oops All News episode. Usually we're more in the business and tech space, but we do have a few little random categories today to spice things up. So let's go. And speaking of spicing things up, our first story. Wow, that is a really good transition when you hear about what this story is. So are you ready to become a full-time taco expert. It sounds like a great job. So McCormick & Co., who is known for spices, I'm sure if you open up your spice cabinet, if you have one, you probably will see some McCormick brands in there. McCormick is looking to fill a newly created position called the Director of Taco Relations. The company said that the position is designed for anyone willing to take their love of tacos to the next level by bringing fellow aficionados from all walks of life in the name of tacos. I was like, so intrigued by this job title I had to learn more so to apply to the position taco lovers need to be age 21 or older and you have until July 20th to apply so get those applications in ASAP and 
to apply, you have to submit a creative video that showcases your personality and passion for tacos on the McCormick website. And in addition to this 100K salary, McCormick is making the position more appealing by giving the taco lover chosen for the role the ability to travel across the country to famous taco restaurants and chefs. What an amazing job. And it is serious in this article, which is from progressivegrocer.com, by the way. I haven't heard of them before, but no, they have some good resources here. McCormick did make it very clear that this is a serious job. This is like you have to be ready to work. This is a big role. And how amazing is it that somebody's title could be director of taco relations? This is something that is of interest to you go apply for it. And I'm very curious who becomes the next director of taco relations. Actually the first, I said next, but this is the first role of its kind. So go McCormick. I'm sure that will be very interesting. And who doesn't love some tacos? Next story from The Verge. Apple employees are having a hard time getting remote work, they say. There's a lot of elements to this, and I think it's important to talk about because a topic on this show recently has been the future of work, how we're transitioning back to the office, all of that stuff. So I thought this one was interesting to talk about. So Apple employees are saying it's harder than ever to get remote work requests approved after the company rolled out a new hybrid model that will require people to return to the office three days a week starting in early September. Some employees are saying that they'll quit if Apple doesn't change its stance. I think that's the part that is confusing to me, and I'll read a little bit more from this to provide more context, but some employees say they will quit if Apple doesn't change its stance. I don't know if that's the stance of requiring employees to be in three days a week or if it's the whole request being denied to work. I think they're saying they want Apple to not have this three days in stance. But we'll keep going. So while Apple, The Verge says, while Apple historically discouraged employees from working from home, there were one-off exceptions to the rule and some teams were more lenient than others. Now employees say that even those exceptions are being denied in a company Slack channel where employees advocate for remote work. Roughly 10 people said they were resigning due to the hybrid work policy and knew others would be forced to quit. The Slack channel currently has more than 6,000 members. Another question here, is this Slack channel like off the grid or is this an actual official apple slack channel like i wonder if apple leadership is seeing this not sure not clear on that but so i'm guessing that because they said it like some teams are more lenient than lenient than others maybe those super lenient teams having this model of three days in the office is more strict for them so it's like oh wait what whereas like me in my mind it's like oh like two days out that's great because I'm used to like you going full time for your job but probably if you've had a different experience that does seem more strict so maybe it just depends on what team you're on and it does sound like those exceptions are being denied now that's what I'm getting from this. The Verge goes on to say that they, in a survey on remote work conducted by employees in June, 36.7% of respondents said they were worried they'd have to leave Apple due to lack of flexibility. Either way, all this to say, employees are really liking remote work and we kind of said it in past episodes and there's I've talked about some different surveys that have happened about it, but people are really interested in that flexibility. And I also think it's all relative to like what's flexible to some may not be flexible for others depending on that company. So businesses are really going to maybe have a, huff, a tough time navigating this over the next 
months, years possibly, because like me, when I heard that, like, oh, three days in office, two days out, like I said, like, I'm like, oh man, that's great. Cause I know like, like workplaces like that I've had experience with, like you're in there all five days of the work week. So that sounds great to me. But if you're used to something more relaxed than that, like, oh, like I only go one day in, then that's going to be more strict for you. And you're going to be a little confused and disappointed. So it might be relative to where you even work as well. But that notion of employees wanting flexibility is not going anywhere. And Apple is facing it right now. And we'll see how this works out for them. But it does seem like they're pretty strict on this three days in policy. Next story from The Verge. Online shoppers will eventually see another option listed next to usual payment methods. So if you've ever been purchasing, you see those different options. You see like pay with, it's like Apple Pay, that little bar that has the Apple Pay logo. There's another one maybe that has like pay with PayPal or Klarna, like all those different methods or it's just like pay normal. So you may be seeing the Facebook Pay bar that little button as you're going in purchasing online so facebook pay will expand beyond the company's own platform soon so you may see that do you trust that for some reason anything to do with facebook and money i'm usually not so trustworthy of but i have no problem clicking the apple pay button i don't know why that is (laughs) it's all tech so but there you go maybe that will be a lot easier for other people to purchase online who knows but you may start seeing that option pop up Next story from The Verge, authenticated brand logos in Gmail are coming soon. So think of this as almost like that blue check mark you see to verify, like the verified badge on social media. Something, a version of that is coming to Gmail and it, it was a security feature that was first announced last July. It will be rolling out over the next couple weeks and Google joined the working group for it in 2019. So they've been working on that. And so basically the idea is that an organization's logo will show up in your inbox when they send you an email that's authenticated and it will help reduce the likelihood that you'll open and act on scary emails, virusy emails, so emails that are not legitimate. So that is from The Verge and that should be pretty interesting. Users do not have to do anything. It will just happen as your accounts get updated. And on an example, a little like video clip they showed on The Verge, it really just looked like their profile photo was their logo in all honesty. So maybe something else will kind of be there. But in the video, you know how Gmail has those little profile pictures you can like see people and sometimes if they don't have a profile photo it's just like a letter like the first letter of what their email starts with so it had like a b in there and then it like to switch to like the authenticated version it had a logo for bank of america so there we go we'll see what it actually looks like but that's what i think it'll kind of look like according to the verge next story from cnn a little bit of travel news so have you ever wanted to move to italy i know that most of us have just move to Italy, get away from it all. So the region of Calabria plans to offer up to $33,000, 28,000 euros over a maximum of three years to people willing to relocate to tiny villages with barely 2,000 residents in the hopes of reversing years of population decline. So these locations are near the sea or in the mountainside or both. And 
to get the funds, new residents must also commit to kickstarting a small business. And if you want to apply for this and move to Italy and get this money, applicants must take up residency and you must be a maximum of 40 years old. The article was kind of funny and it said, sorry, boomers, which was kind of sad. They must already, and then if to apply, you must be ready to relocate to Calabria within 90 days of a successful application. So if you are interested in moving to Italy, starting fresh, starting a business or taking over a different one, getting a little bit of money to move over there and you're under 40, this could be a good option for you. I mean, the pictures look beautiful. And next story, I said we're jam-packed with news stories today. It's an Oops All News episode from Polygon. A new advertisement from Sony made a crucial mistake and got them some, not backlash on social media, more like ridicule or just getting made fun of. So a new advertisement from Sony, and it could have been this heartwarming spot about a father telling a son a bedtime story, and it was really about like the video game he was playing. And instead, it came this became the source of some teasing online because Sony's new PlayStation it was upside down in the ad. So I watched the ad and it's like a, a guy tucking his son into bed and he starts telling him a story and it kind of switches to like game characters. And then it shows the ad walk back out into the TV and he's going to play his new PlayStation. And when it turns to the TV, you see the PlayStation under the TV and apparently it's upside down. So that they actually took the ad down because people were teasing it online so much. So they deleted it and they took it down. But it's funny because for someone like me who is not a gamer and doesn't know, I would have never noticed that it's upside down. But the experts know and they will call you out. So sorry, Sony, for being the latest of these tragedies on social media. Better luck next time. And next story, also in the gaming field, we are doing some gaming stories today, which is different for us, but gaming on Netflix, anyone? So Netflix is expected to expand into video games, according to CNET, on its service at no extra cost within the next year. And it would move Netflix into a major entertainment segment, which is gaming, which is huge. And it has, that has called out out as some of its stiffest competition for attention so gaming obviously would take people away from watching movies and tv so netflix is going to be tapping into that and netflix did confirm this week that it hired a former oculus electronic arts and zynga i hope i'm saying that zynga um, executive mike verdue as vice president of games development which those are all like gaming related companies that i just said and a spokesperson declined to comment beyond his hiring so they must be doing some top secret business there but pretty interesting so one more thing to just stick around on netflix if you are into gaming or one more distraction for you if you're into gaming so we've been in the streaming wars we've talked about the podcast wars are we going to step into the gaming wars now we will see and it i'm very curious if they're going to be like making their own games teaming i guess Netflix makes its own original content and they have content that they acquire. I wonder if gaming will be the same way. Original games, games that they acquire that you can play for a limited time. 
and will Netflix have its own like console like controllers how do you do it is it like with the remote so many questions on this we'll see what happens there a little Mario Kart might be fun to play on Netflix if they could figure that out and last story a big big story CNN reports and dictionary.com reports that we have some new words added to the English dictionary so for my English speakers we have some new words to discuss so they added a plethora of new words and in a lot of different categories related to pandemic to race to a lot of serious subjects and they also added some to the pop culture and entertainment space so here are some of the official words that are now in the English dictionary zaddy Zaddy is now an official word, which I'm sure you've heard, but if you don't know, that is an alteration of daddy that means an attractive man who is also stylish, charming, and self-confident. Wow. So now we have these official definitions too, which is kind of funny, but kind of helpful. And side hustle is an official word in the English dictionary, which, you know, I'm a proud supporter of the side hustle. And y'all... Y'all is in there now, which I kind of like that. Y'all is an official word in the English dictionary, y'all. And DEI, so diversity, equity, and inclusion, that is an official word in the dictionary now. And deplatform, and as well as snack, the slang version of snack, which means a physically attractive person, semicolon, haughty. <laughs> So there we go. Some new words. Definitely check out the link on that to explore the new words we have. Those are our news headlines today for our Oops All News episode. I hope you enjoyed. I tried to pick some fun, spicy ones to keep you informed, but also entertained today. Have a little bit of fun in your morning on while you're listening to this. And as always, I do have the links to every story that I mention and maybe even a couple additional resources to learn more about these topics in the show notes. So if you're ever curious about reading, reading more, especially like the Apple remote work situation, which is, which is very complex, I do link to the article about that in every episode so you can go and expand more and read the work of these reporters who are putting this together. Last but not least, we have our Friday favorite. Every Friday at the end of the episode, I share something that I liked. And I feel like the sentiment of the only way out is through has been like the vibe lately. Sometimes things are really hard and challenging and you keep putting them off, but really the only way out of this is just going through and just doing it, going through. So the only way out is through is kind of my vibe right now. And I hope that inspires you as well, that the hard things, the challenges, the things you don't want to do and I've just been procrastinating on, sometimes you just got to buckle down and do it. And then things will all be better. (laughs) So the only way out is through is the vibe. And thank you so much for listening to Working Girl Talk. Make sure to review the podcast, subscribe if you haven't, share the link with a friend who needs to hear it. And I will see you next week. Have a wonderful work day. Mm